0: welcome to the Simplified Organization Show, where real moms chat about real life and managing all that there is to do and prioritizing our people while we do it. We want to banish overwhelm, fulfill our responsibilities, and stay cheerful while we do it, because it is a good work that God has called us to do. I'm your host, Misty Winkler, a second-generation homeschooling mom of five, I write and podcast at simplyconvivial.com and am the author of the book, The Convivial Homeschool, Gospel Encouragement for Keeping Your Sanity While Living and Learning Alongside Your Kids. And today I have two guests, Didi and Humana, known as the chips and salsa ladies. They are two homeschool moms trying to figure out how to savor life through every messy moment. They draw strength from each other, like chips and salsa. They try to keep life tasty and festive. They believe in the power of community and love encouraging other homeschool parents through their YouTube channel, social media, and the Bookshark podcast, Homeschool Your Way. Combined, they share 20 years of homeschooling experience, and their favorite things about homeschooling have been learning alongside their children and all the fun field trips and memorable moments that they've been able to spend together. So, welcome. Yay. Yay. Thank, Thank you, Miss you for us. Yes, yeah. I'm so excited to be here. This is fun. So, what kind of things are on your plate right now? What's life looking like? Life is looking very different. All those memories that,
1: you know, you mentioned on our bio, like they're, they're kind of in the past right now. (laughs) We're creating, we're creating new memories now with our high schoolers. Now we have all high schoolers. So that's what's on our plate. Yeah. We're navigating those waters and trying to figure out how to do it uh, in a way to
2: keep all those fun memories. Yes. Yeah. So I have, my four kids are only a year apart. So my sixteen-year-old and my fifteen-year-old have birthdays this summer, and they both want to get their licenses. So,
0: working with that, they are also, your first to get their license. Yes. Oh man! <laughs> I so I feel that. This. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scary. Yeah, it is.
2: So that's on my plate, and also planning homeschool for next year.
1: Yeah. For our freshmen yeah.
2: who are, who are,
1: we can't believe they're freshmen. They're our babies. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. we got our older ones, you know, my daughter's working too. So navigating that being a chauffeur before she decides to get her license, you know, that's, that's been interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Life with big kids is, is very different. <laughs> it's she, very busy. She told me the other day in the car, I have all these plans for summer. Um, I'm just going to make it the best summer of my life. And I'm like, oh, who's driving you to all these plans? (laughs) He's like, I don't know yet, mom. I haven't figured it out. I'm like, okay, good.
2: (laughs) I'm glad you didn't just say you. (laughs) Right, man. Well, my, my second son, the 15 year old has a girlfriend. And so. There's not just driving him places, but also could you also drop off, you know, my friend to her house after? (laughs) Yeah, lots of
1: fun. And we don't know about you guys, but gas in California is like almost seven (laughs) dollars.
0: Wow. It's expensive.
1: So it's like a big deal. That's why we're complaining about driving so much.
0: (laughs) I know, know, right? (laughs) It's like the thing you have a job, right? You're good, right? Exactly.
2: <laughs> well, I need my sons to want to get jobs. The heck yeah, yeah! So they can pay for gas. At and least. I was talking to them about that, and one of them's like, "I don't want to work. I just want to play basketball."
0: <laughs> and I'm like, "But you want to have things and spend money, <laughs> <laughs> learning about all new kinds of life things." <laughs> yes. yes. So when I was mom of like all little kids, I thought that like I was easily irritated because there were just so many little kids and they all have a lot of needs and they're kind of all over the place, busy and interrupt a lot. And I thought, oh, well, when they're big, like then I'm not going to be so easily irritated. <laughs> <laughs> It'll all get easier when they're bigger. And You know, and I think part of that is thinking like that my irritation, frustration stuff was really their fault. And then as they kept getting older and life changed and seasons changed, I was like, still there's the undercurrent. I was like, oh, this is like my character problem. (laughs) I can't Mm -hmm. just give it on them. (laughs) Yes. I don't know. what, What would you guys say to moms who are easily irritated, kind of whichever season of life they're in?
1: Yeah, we loved talking about this because this is kind of like what our friendship, how our friendship started was kind of like having venting sessions and brainstorming <laughs> on how to not be irritated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and we so agree with you Misty about how it's mainly us yeah. because yeah, there's going to be a lot of irritants always in life, you know, and like you said, just because they're teenagers, it just like gets to other levels of irritation. <laughs> well, and it's,
2: it's new things. And <laughs> it, that's things. exactly what we discovered as we started brainstorming together was Oh, it's me <laughs> when they, they interrupt me because I'm trying to do an email right now really quick while they're doing their math lesson. And then they interrupt me that is irritating, but it's not their fault. Yeah. I should be available for questions <laughs> when they're doing math and not get so easily irritated. Yeah. So we, we love giving just like practical
1: Tips and examples. And so we kind of, I think I would say two things. You know, one, what is on the surface that you can fix? So brainstorm with somebody like, how do we fix this? Like, we were finding that we were getting really frustrated when our kids were younger with them losing supplies all the time, right? It's like, where's your pencil? What? I don't know. How did you just lose an entire box of pencils that I just bought you? Like what? Where's your stuff, you know? And I have a drawer for them, you know, you have all these things. And um so I just got this huge like bucket of pencils and uh she bought this really cool um electric sharpener and so I got one too and it was like you have zero excuse. All the pencils are sharpened. If you need a sharpener, there it is and you have Eighty pencils to choose from, <laughs> right? So you'll never lose them. And then she had a really cool system of like color coding supplies, which I also did. I even though I only have two, she's got four kids, but it worked really nicely.
2: Oh yeah, because you know, oh look, that notebook has blue tape on it. I know who that belongs to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so you can't just steal your neighbor's, right? You have to find <laughs> yours. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So I would say just, you know, what's, what's on the surface that you can practically fix. Is there an easy fix? Like just, you know, providing a, like a simple system that they can follow that can end a lot of, you know, our irritations or our frustrations. We call them frustration busters Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, another thing that we talk about a lot is like setting an environment that makes everybody happy. I'm a big, like, even if you were to see us right now, I got candles everywhere and the diffuser going. I'm big on that, like lighting, candles, music, you know, how do we set the environment for everybody? To, and by everybody, I mean me. Yeah. <laughs> to be in a
2: joyful mood. (laughs) Well, I think the magic in that is while you're lighting the candle and you're setting the mood, putting on some music, opening up the windows, you are consciously thinking, I'm going to create an atmosphere of joy today. Mm -hmm. And that already puts you in a mindset to say, I'm not going to let little things frustrate me. And I am going to have a good attitude myself when the kids interrupt me or I'm feeling like things aren't going smoothly right. or to my hopes and expectations yeah
1: so we're big on like you know putting you know Frank Sinatra on or whatever it is we're feeling at that moment you know we'll yeah just, you know, classical music or whatever it is
2: but then if stuff still continues to irritate or you're still feeling frustrated sometimes it's deeper than just you know, missing pencils or in my case, missing Chromebooks.
0: I don't don't know where did those go?
2: (laughs) But maybe, maybe you're not paying attention to where you're at in your cycle. Mm. That is a big frustration. And sometimes we don't acknowledge like, Oh, you know, I always get irritated this week of my cycle and that reoccurring frustration can be combated with some preemptive strikes.
1: Absolutely. Writing it down on your planner, figuring out, hey, you know, I'm probably going to be a little extra irritable. So let's do some fun activities this week or, you know, whatever you can manage uh, energy wise. But things that, you know, are going to help you to be joyful. And you really have to be very intentional about it. I mean, we've been talking about this for years and it still catches us off guard. And we got a cycle tracker that we give out to our viewers. You know, we did a whole like episode on hormones and we'll still find ourselves. Why am I so mad? You know? So it's important to be in tune with yourself. Also, are you hungry? Are you thirsty? Are you sleep deprived? Are Mm -hmm. you taking your vitamins? Mm -hmm. You know, like be in tune with your body as well as, you know, what, what can be causing this? And it's the same questions for your kids. Are they hungry? Are Are they they hormonal? Are they hormonal? (laughs) Exactly. Because now that we got teens, I tell you, I got to take, you know, my daughter's cycle into consideration, but even not women, boys go through hormonal changes too, you know? And so we have to be aware of that. They're going through hormonal changes almost their entire childhood, you know? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So it's important to, to to acknowledge those.
2: Yeah. And then there's the emotional issues. Mm -hmm. Something that doesn't have anything to do with you or school, that they just need to sit down and talk about, and maybe you know you're butting heads and you're feeling frustrated and they're feeling frustrated, and it and what you need is some one-on-one time. Yeah, heart to heart. Yeah, heart to heart mm-hmm. can go a long way in easing some frustrations in the home,
0: especially yes. when it's not like right in the heat of the moment. Time, you know? yeah. yeah. We're gonna. We just had an argument. We're going to like go at it and try to fix everything right here. It's like. to come back and like, Oh, we, we're going to have to spend some time together later. And I think
1: it's important to separate the lesson from what's going on or even the situation, Mm -hmm. you know, because it it could be one physical thing that throws us over the edge. Like you left this dish out or, you know, or you didn't finish this math lesson, but really there's something deeper going on that. So as long as we're not focused on that and realize, okay. Let's just leave that for now. And like you said, walk away and let's talk about it. And a lot, you know, she mentioned it earlier, the phone thing. Is it, is it are we irritated because we're not focused right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, I think it's so common today.
2: Oh, it so is. Common. Mm-hmm. Well, and I. you might have remember a study about this, but I'm pretty sure I remember reading that we get more irritated, the more screen time we have. And that goes for us moms and for the kids. Yeah. So acknowledging that, right. And Uh being able to self-regulate and then help them not just say, Hey, get off your phone or get off that, you know, but, helping them understand that this is something happening in our brains that's causing us to be more irritated, more violent or whatever, because of the screens. And so how can we set up systems and strategies to help us not get caught up in that trap? Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say the last thing that I would say is,
1: you know, is there something else going on with you emotionally, just like we talked about, figuring out what's going on emotionally with our kids are you in fear of something fear can drive us to do really crazy things and so if we're operating out of fear we can snap out our child easily if they don't get something or they don't understand something because there's already a fear there of am I failing them yeah you know are are they failing? am I being the best parent I could be or you know not I mean and this is you know for homeschooling it, it gets really magnified but even for parenting, you know, there's the there. There can be all these like, are they going to turn out this way, or are they going to turn out that? You know, all these fears that we carry from our own childhood trauma or just our own expectations, whatever it is. So a lot of times we have to stop and think what what in me is causing this irritation or perceiving whatever I'm seeing as something that's irritating me, you know, it's your perceived, it's really your, our perception, you know, and then we snap because we've built it up in our head so much, you know? Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. And that can really lead us to saying things that we regret.
1: Yeah.
2: And I know that speaking life doesn't always come automatically. It doesn't always come naturally. and. We want to, we want to model to our kids in encouraging words, right. And speaking life and speaking what God says about our kids over them. And when we are in fear, like, oh, they should know this by now or comparing we can accidentally or inadvertently say things that scar them and hurt them. Absolutely. And I mean, Obviously, we don't want to do that, but God gives us, this, God can help us transform our speech, right? Mm-hmm. To be, to speak life over our kids yeah. and, but that it takes some time really sitting before the Lord and saying, you know, help me, uh, to give life and to speak what you see in my kids and draw out that, that gold, draw out the light, draw out the person that God has designed them to be. and. Uh, and he'll help you. He Mm
1: -hmm. will. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And that's so good for us too. Like whenever we're focusing on speaking truth, it's good for us. And it's good for that. It's good for everyone all around.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah. And I mean, there's a lot of ways to go about this, you know, like some tips that we always give is like plan a nothing day, you know, when you feel that you're at your wits end and that there's really work that you need to do, I either call it nothing days or reset days, nothing days, you kind of just do nothing reset you you're like purposely taking time to pray, to plan, you know, and to prepare for what you want to do, because a lot of times if we're at least for me, I get really overwhelmed if I'm overwhelmed emotionally and then things are just kind of collapsing onto one another. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I need a reset to like, okay, new vision, fresh vision. What can we do? Lord guide me on what, you know, what we can simplify, what we can add this week or whatever. Um, And that seems to help me, you know, just letting the Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit really inspire creativity and inspire systems and rhythms that will help you know, get rid of some of these irritations.
2: Yeah. And then calling on our community again, having a friend to kind of just talk it out, you know, and figure out what's going on. What are the simple things we can do? And what are the things that really are going to take some work?
1: Yeah. Because a lot of times we feel like we're going through it by ourselves or that no one else is experiencing
2: what we're experiencing,
1: but they are. I'll never forget. We started. I started a mom's Bible study like uh, early on when my kids were toddlers, with with a couple of ladies from my church, which they're now my best, like some of my best friends. Um, and uh, we basically raised our kids together. And I, you know, I'll never forget the first time that we made a connection was that one of my friends broke down crying about how, what if, how, what a failure she felt like. Mm. And she really thought she was alone in this. And then it was like, I immediately, I was like, oh, no, like I struggle with this all the time, you know, thinking about this. And it just became this encouragement. And then we started reading books together on how to, you know, rely on the Holy Spirit for parenting and things like that. And we just became this tight-knit uh, force, you know, to encourage one another along these this path. And then, you know, in my uh, later stage with Didi, it's been the same it's like we we cry together we talk together about the things that we're struggling with and uh half the battle or more than half probably of parenting is our own our, our own uh, thoughts and our own emotional state and so if you have somebody to help you grow in that we really grow in community and um and we really change in community we can confess mm-hmm. you know which we have and we can rejoice together when we see what the Lord has done, you know, and all of that.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the power of journaling, mm-hmm. you know, really getting together with God and just journal out your prayers, your thoughts, your frustrations, and letting the Holy Spirit minister to you in that one-on-one time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Oh, those are some great ideas. That's very helpful. Yeah. Very practical too. <laughs> yeah.
0: Didi and Jimena are great at being practical and giving good tips for managing mom life at home. You can find them on Instagram at Chips and Salsa Ladies or their Chips and Salsa Homeschooling Channel and they are also the hosts of the Bookshark Podcast. Homeschool Your Way, which you can find wherever you get your podcasts. So subscribe to them, subscribe to Simplified Organization as well. And you do not want to miss part two of our conversation where we talk all about menu planning and dinner time strategies to reduce the stress and get food on the table. Didi and Ximena also have a free cycle tracker like they mentioned in this show and you can find that at chipsandsalsahomeschooling.com slash cycle tracker or you can find the link in the description below. And remember that the best solution when you find yourself irritated is to repent, rejoice, repeat.